Okay, Chevra, good in Erev Shabbos. This is the beginning, the official launch of a new effort that we're uh, making on Erev Shabbos. 15 minutes before Shabbos to get together and learn and transition into Shabbos from a position of peace and serenity, from a place of tranquility. For way too many people, Erev Shabbos is characterized by chaos, by rushing, and by uh, unfortunately having conflict sometimes, ensuring that everybody is showered and bathed and has done their chores and the table is set, and they run into Shabbos and it's very difficult to greet a Shabbos queen. It's very in- difficult to transform oneself to a state of Kedusha from a place of Bilbul, from a place of, of chaos and confusion. It has uh, been said and written, Rabbi Soloveitchik famously said it, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky shared the same sentiment, that in America, they were both born and raised in Europe, and in America they both said that they encountered that Jews know how to be Shomer Shabbos. They know how to keep Shabbos. Lamites Malachas, the 39 categories of forbidden creative labor, the intricacies and details about how to observe Shabbos. Shabbos we know how to keep, but both bemoaned the fact that they discovered in America, while Jews are Shomer Shabbos, they're not Shomer Erev Shabbos. We know how to keep Shabbos, but we've lost the art of Erev Shabbos. In Eretz Yisrael today, we know there's a tremendous feeling. Friday, of course, the schedule is an off day. People are not working. But even the secular wish everyone a good Erev Shabbos. And Motzei Saturday night is Motzei Shabbos. I remember when I was a kid and one summer I was in Israel and there was a movie that was out called Mr. Saturday Night. And I saw a billboard in Israel and it was promoting and advertising Mar Motzei Shabbat. That was the name of the movie. Because there's no other word for Saturday night other than Motzei Shabbos. That is the translation. So Friday in Israel is Erev Shabbos and it should be for us as well. From the moment we wake up Friday morning, until we actually welcome the Kedusha of Shabbos with the restrictions and limitations that it brings, we should be animated by a sense of the holiness, the Kedusha, the feeling of Shabbos. Not only to observe Shabbos, but to anticipate, to count down with excitement, with energy, with enthusiasm to walk into Shabbos. So 15 minutes every Friday before Mincha, if we know we create a different artificial deadline for ourselves. The time we have to be ready is not candlelighting. The time we have to be ready is not Mincha, but a little bit earlier than that, we can be we can be Mosif on uh, Kedusha, on Chol. We can add sanctity to the otherwise mundane, still weekday. So we're going to study together the Nesiva Shalom, the Slana Marebbe, who has some words of introduction to Shabbos. At least that's how we'll begin. And he writes the following, Kosova Rambam. The Rambam in the 30th chapter of Hilcho Shabbos writes, Menyone Erev Shabbos, Vizul and this is what he writes, Mesatif Betzitzis, Vyoshev Bekovid Rosh, that a person, the custom was that they would adorn themselves, they would wrap themselves in tzitzis, in a talus, and sit with a sense of serenity and seriousness, not to walk into shul frivolously with laughter, not to be somber or sad, but to come with a sense that there is a transition about to take place. All of the chaos and all of the chores and all the obligations, all the anxiety and all the responsibility of the weekday, we put it up on a shelf. And we come into Shabbos, a 25-hour respite, a 25-hour break. And I promise you, when you make Havdalah Motzei Shabbos, it's all waiting for you, there for you again. But for 25 hours, guilt-free, there are no chores, there's no work to be done. All there is is to immerse ourselves and to settle into the feeling of Shabbos. And therefore, the Rambam quotes that the practice was to be misatev betzitzis, to wrap themselves in tzitzis and to go out and to greet the Shabbos. 
The Chachamim Arishonim Mekapsin Talmideim Be'er Shabbos and the early Chacham and the early pious and righteous ones would gather their students on Erev Shabbos Umis'atvim ve'omrem bo ve'netei likra Shabbos ha'melech and they would wrap themselves and say let's go out and greet the Shabbos Queen. We of course imitate this or we uh, emulate this, we follow this practice with the recitation, with the singing of Kabbalah Shabbos. We welcome and we sing Kabbalah Shabbos. Interestingly, the Rambam itself doesn't have formally the institution of Kabbalah Shabbos, which is only fairly recent. We know the great Kabbalists of Tzvat, who would go out to the field and welcome and greet and see the Shabbos queen. Really, in the time of the Gemara, you said Mincha, and then you daven Marav on Friday night, just like you did on weekday nights. Friday night, it was the Marav of Shabbos rather than the Marav of Chol. But the great Kabbalist of Tzvat gave expression to this experience of going out to the field and sort of visibly trying to actually tangibly feel one is welcoming the Shabbos queen. But the Rambam interestingly formulates it that Misatef, they would wrap themselves with tzitzis. What is that a reminder of? Where does the Rambam use a similar language to be Misatef betzitzis? So Rabbi Salavitchik points out the Rambam uses a similar language when it comes to tefillah. Both of them are Kabbalah's Panei Ashkina. Both of them have to do with having an audience with the Almighty. Rather than the weekday where we're fragmented and scattered and divided, rather than the weekday where we are being pulled by the physical, earthly temptations within us, by the animal soul, where the godly soul in us is struggling to climb and to ascend higher and higher. Shabbos, there is no earthly, mundane, physical soul. The needs, the chores, the obligations, the responsibilities, the tasks, the to-do lists, it's all on hold. It's all suspended for 25 hours while we experience the serenity and the beauty of Shabbos, a day in which it's me'in olam haba, it's a taste of the world to come, that there are no problems and ailments, there are no challenges or struggles. For 25 hours a week, we get to disconnect from all the technology and connect reconnect to our roots, to who we are. So the Rav points out the same language the Rambam uses in Hilchos Tefillah and Hilchos Shabbos, the notion of Mis'atev Petzitzis, to wrap ourselves. What's the imagery of Mis'atev? Last Shabbos afternoon, we spoke about Hisbodidus, and we showed, going all the way back to Hevel, and the Avas HaKadoshim, and tracking all the way through Moshe Rabbeinu, who has to spend 40 years in Midian by himself, the prerequisite to Jewish leadership was being a shepherd, not only because you're cultivating and refining the capacity to care for your sheep, but because you are learning the capacity to be alone. Hispodidus. So the Reb Nachman writes that you could experience Hispodidus even in a crowded room. How? That's why we are Misatev Betalus. When you put the talus over your head, you're alone even in a crowded room. You are you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a private, intimate, yichud setting, in a private rendezvous with the Creator, even while there are other people around. That's the image here in Hilchus Tefillah and Hilchus Shabbos of Mesatef Betzitzis, to be able to experience his bodedus, to be alone and connected, to have an intimacy with Hashem as we leave the mundane and we enter the holy, as we leave the physical and we enter the spiritual. Of course, we have spirituality throughout the week as well, but Shabbos is main olam haba. Says the Slonimer, one should plumb the depths, the importance of this significant hour, an auspicious moment in time as we transition. This is the moment we're climbing higher and higher and higher, and we're leaving the imperfect version of ourselves behind. 
The week might have been filled with struggles, maybe even some stumbles and falls, maybe some failures. We failed in the nisyonos of what we should have been looking at or saying or going or doing. Maybe we failed in some ambition or aspiration when it came to some professional project or personal area of growth. The week that it was often can be characterized by the struggles that we had. And then we come to Shabbos and we climb out of it. And we enter a place of royalty, of majesty, in which we are princes and princesses, in which Shabbos solves all of our problems. Shabbos gives us this window in time. Shabbos gives us this guilt-free 25-hour respite. The Jews in Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu, begged from power to give them Shabbos off. The notion of being able to experience Shabbos, that is Geula. The gullus of the whole week is the exile of anguish and anxiety, of envy and of arrogance. And the redemption, the Geula of Shabbos, is a lack of competitiveness with one another, a lack of anxiety of what will be or what was, but the ability to feel whole and the capacity to feel serene and complete with what we have. We're all about to get our neshama yisera. Neshama yisera is not some hebi-jibi neo-chasidic idea, nor is it an excuse to stuff your face with extra food because you can't gain weight because the neshama yisera. It's not a modern invention. It's referenced by the Gemara, and it's also commented on by the Rishonim, Arve Psachim, the Rashbam, Tosvos, and others. The notion of a neshama yisera, a debate, you have a neshama yisera on Yontif, what if Shabbos goes into Yontif, the whole reason that we are, that we smell the besamim tomorrow night when we make Avdallah is to comfort and console the Neshama Yisera that's leaving us. That's the whole origin of besamim. So no matter how great a rationalist you are and how little you think you believe in the Neshama Yisera, we all believe it's embedded within our ritual and our practice. So what is that Neshama Yisera? The Neshama Yisera doesn't have to be viewed as some ancillary or complementary Neshama that as if we, you know, we take on. What it means is, our neshama is supersized. It's greater than ever. It's on fire. It's expanded. Normally the neshama is in a battle. The godly soul and the animal soul. The soul of discipline and dignity and the soul that wants what it craves with its instinct, its, in a, its, its uh, desire, its temptation. Normally it's a battle. Shabbos comes and we conquer that battle. In fact, we're not even in the struggle. All there is is our godly soul that's elevating us. It's a neshama, but it's yisera. It's on fire, it's bigger, it's expanded. Extra time for learning. And the learning on Shabbos is not only quantitative, it's not only that there's more time, but it's qualitative, the quality of the davening. Last year on our fly into New York, we're having our another, next one soon, we spent two days with the Chevra from our base medrash. We went around to different Rosh Yeshiva and meeting Talmidei Chachamim in order to hear shiurim and get brachas and ask for advice. There were several uh, differences they all shared, significant ones. We went to very different yeshivas. But there were also a lot of overlapping similarities and advice. And one of the themes that emerged, which clearly was uncoordinated, many had not ever met each other, some probably never even heard of each other, and one of the themes that emerged was the special quality of learning on Shabbos. These Russian yeshiva have great responsibilities throughout the week. Rabbanim, who are working on Shabbos, described waking up early on Shabbos morning to learn, because they said not only can they carve out more time that's undistracted, that's not distracted, but the quality of a learning of a Shabbos, when there's a neshama yisera, when our neshama is more open and more aware and more inviting and more able to grow. So the nourishment that we give the neshama, when it is more accessible and it has a bigger appetite, 
is also more lasting. There's an Ashami Yisiru experience. If you see the righteous and the pure, Shabbos is not a place you run away from. Shabbos is the place that we run to. You don't count down till Havdalah so you can grab your technology or make your Saturday night activity. You count down to Kiddush. You count down to candle lighting. You count down to the new 15 minute before Mincha opportunity to transition from the weekday into the holiness of Shabbos to elevate and transform ourselves and to be able to enter that place of refuge and respite which we also desperately crave and that we are, Baruch Hashem, so blessed to have. Mirza Hashem will continue with this next Arab Shabbos.